Why are we here, Gunjin? So we're trying a new format. Um, we're trying to share like on a more personal level. And uh, John has come up with this idea actually for this video. So this is all his doing. We have fancy cameras, we have fancy setup, and all we're trying to do is a fancy wife. of my thoughts are life as a foreigner in a foreign country yeah it's very very different and i'm sure a lot of people might be curious what that might be like uh -huh. so i've kind of prepared a series of questions that i can ask Moonjin. yeah and she can explain what it's like what have been the challenges if this is something that you're looking to go through um this would all be valuable and as this is part of the podcast so it'll also be on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, soundcloud all of the places all the places okay so what questions do you have for me, John? So today I want to talk about what were the challenges of marrying a foreigner? Marrying or dating? Where do you want me to start with? Let's start with dating. Tell our story, please. <laughs> the, the whole story? Tell, give us the five-minute story. Uh, the five-minute story. We met on Bumble uh, when I wasn't looking, thankfully, because if I was looking, then he would have not fit into that idea because he was from US and Pune and I never wanted a long-distance relationship. Or I never wanted to, I really, really never wanted to leave Mumbai. So, of course, it all started when I wasn't looking and I was seeing where it would go. So, we met on a dating app, Bumble. We spoke for three, four months before he came back to India. We had our first date. There were chemistry, butterflies. Right after our first date, uh, the the business that he was in India for did not work out. So, he had to go back. And we didn't know if he'll ever come back or what the future plan is going to be like. So we were again in a long distance for six months. And at that point in time, we were like, oh, we've only met each other like twice or thrice. Should we hold on? Should we let each other go? Um, but I think I felt like we should wait for each other. So I said, I'll wait. You figure out what you want to do. It wasn't easy. We waited. He came back. Yeah. And then we just dated for like three and a half years. And slowly I had to introduce him to my parents, which was also a big challenge because one side my mom was like fainting and you know like having this big uh, reaction to me not getting married and she's like oh my god my daughter is never going to be married and on the other hand she was also worried that if I've started dating this guy is my dad going to be okay with it so we had to do like mom and I had to do a lot of groundwork first I had to do it with her to ease her into this relationship then mom was like dad is still looking for these rishtas for you these guys for you so you should tell him and Around one and a half year mark, I think I spoke to dad about it. And he was like, okay, so is it engagement next? And I was like, no, it's still dating. We're not jumping to that. I also came to US and I think that was one of my, uh, you know, like a important la landmark for me because I didn't want to go ahead in the relationship or take it to the next level until I knew what your family and friends looked like. Because was this in 2019 or 2020? I think 2019. Okay, because 20... COVID was 2020, right? Yes. So I came in September 2019 for five weeks to meet your family two and weeks. friends. Two weeks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, two to three weeks is when I came for. Trip number one. Trip number one. We, there have been only two trips. Yellowstone, I, Los yes. Angeles, we Science National Park. He was very nice. He took me everywhere. We, we saw so many states, so it was fun. And at that point in time, I was like, yeah, like, I think we're ready. Like, 
you know if not now then what and on the other end my mom was like oh now you're in us to meet your boyfriend like you've meet met his family are they giving you like kadas are they giving you gold bangles and is it it and i was like on the uh, first trip right yeah like and we, for those who are not indian that would basically mean it would be like an engagement right it would be an engagement it would be like parents sharing something saying hey we really like you and we want to go ahead with you and we don't want you looking for anything else so like just formalizing the the engagement so she's like is she doing something like that and i was like her, his parents are never going to do that so so i think our differences started from very early on and expectations of what the relationship is going to look like and it wasn't anything indian um so i came i i came back after that trip and i also felt very you know i i just didn't know where we were because i was like oh this feels perfect i think i'm ready what did But you expect to have happen on that trip my guess is I that you, you expected would, a you would propose but you didn't and your parents didn't uh, you know broach the subject and i later found out that your parents were not even expecting that we were like seriously dating and there was like other oh, we dramas were, we were yeah but i have heard like different stories now so you know i like left being very confused about i totally knew that you meant no harm and you definitely were in but i didn't know from my perspective i expected hey goond is going to come two or three times two or three times get to know the family yeah, as like, an indian girl to to travel all the way to america to stay with his family or meet his family two to three times that's a lot of asking i guess yeah but like in my culture i was just like that's not going to happen like i did one and i made my parents okay with that one trip because i said it was also like a no no which was also was a huge no no but i was like no i have to do this because if i make a wrong decision then and you're trusting me then i'm not getting anywhere but they were like but you, where will you stay will you stay with him i was like i will stay with his family don't you worry everything's going to be fine so i think even that was like a huge step for my indian conservative family to be like oh this american boy and she has to go all the way to even figure out to keep dating or not and um and even i was confused in the relationship and i was like why is he not proposing already i like his family he likes mine and he's already met my family so uh he didn't but i think you were also going through your work issues and usually wanted to put more time in and you didn't feel like uh you could commit to a to a wedding or a marriage as yet i got a little bit of it i i felt like that yeah maybe but but i think i i i just didn't know how long and what is the next trajectory in your head so it was bumpy uh but i knew and we kept having we had a lot of conversations about it and every time you would say it's your work and i wanted to know from a perspective of how to plan my life like if your company is going to be in pune and you're going to be here then should i start thinking about moving to pune or will we do mumbai and pune or will we do us and but like none of those answers i ever received because he didn't have the clarity himself i feel like also the year before you you came to the us the first time there was a lot of stress because i felt I don't think I was in tune enough. I just thought you were I wasn't sure. I just felt like you were going through a depressed stage. What? When I came to you? No, you came. But like looking at it now, I realized, "Oh, here's a here's a woman who is fully committed." Yeah. is wondering when the commitment's going to happen. Yeah. and feels like she can't go to the next stage in her life mm -hmm. until she knows answers. So I didn't realize it was my fault. It was. So I was very confused and I had like so much of Indian family pressure on me. So, uh I interject one more thing. Yeah. I had like I've a I'm a big believer that personal things yeah. stay personal and work things stay work stay work. So another th thing from context is I didn't have friends who were Indian who could say, "Hey John, here are the things you're not picking up. Yeah. Here are the the cultural differences, here are the expectations. Yeah. This is what should be this is here are the things you should be anticipating or here are the things that you're doing that are going to cause gunjan as an Indian woman 
a lot of stress. Right. For him, like whatever I was navigating with my family and culturally, he was like, yeah, sure. What's like the big mm-hmm. deal? And and I had to at multiple times like come back and be like, this is not normal. I'm like really pushing my parents here. But I felt like a sense of that you're so far away from this to happen, like a sense of that he's a foreigner. There's so much going can go wrong and is going to go wrong that I was also like, you know, it's fine if it has to happen. I think that is one thing that I made a relationship happen. And I was like, this is so far off. If it has to happen, if it's meant to be, it will. Otherwise, I don't anyway see because logistically, like in your brain, you're constantly doing A plus B or one plus one is two. So with him, I never saw things happening. So I was like, I'm also, it, there's like the tortoise in the hair store. I'm very much the tortoise. If it's good today, it'll be good tomorrow. It'll be good in a week. It'll be good in a year. And I always just saw us together and I saw marriage as more of like a legal formality. Uh-huh. Like I saw us as a couple, as a thing. I wasn't going anywhere. Um, I think by the third, but after the second year, like after my trip and I came home and I had like a lot of conversations with my own parents and they had met you enough number of times. I think I had to like be that rebellion, tell my parents, I don't think I'm going to get married at all. Uh, and I'm coming from that place. So you see this silver lining of John being in the picture. So be happy about it. If you push me anymore, I will break up with him. I will break up with him. So you have to stop pushing me. And then I think they started liking you so much that they were like, okay, we see the potential. He's a nice guy. And they just eased out. Mm-hmm. I think from my side, from marrying a foreigner, her family was amazing. I don't feel like there was any hiccups. Um, I wish I could communicate with her father better. I wish to. Um, I think that's another thing when it comes to like marrying a foreigner, because if you have uh, native speaking uh, parents or grandparents, you will never get to see them, uh, you know, connect with your partner. But, and maybe that takes all the pressure off because we can't have, he can't like really grill me like some of some He'll never grill you. Might. You know my family. We'll put a picture here. He's got this nice handlebar mustache. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Do you want me to grow a handlebar, handlebar mustache? No, thanks. Uh, but I feel like I, I feel like, yeah, you'll miss out on those, um, you know, things that you've seen growing up that how your in-laws um, or your father like connected with his in-law. Like that's not going to happen with John. It will happen, but like on a certain on a different level. So that's something also that I think somebody should be prepared that what happens to your native speaking relatives, they will never connect to your partner. Compared, how you expect them to compared to other foreigners? How do you think how do you anticipate I would be different or similar to others? I think you. You're different, definitely. Like, like a lot different. I feel like uh, so. I have already always had this idea of what Americans are. Americans are these distant people who don't believe in marriages, who don't believe in weddings, who like jump from one relationship to another, don't want to commit. So we're. I think it's like a general stereotype that we have, and that general stereotype was like, you know, it could go anywhere. So you were very different. You were very adjusting to whatever happened with my family and wherever you were thrown. You were never like, I need my space or I need this. You went in, you were like, oh, there are 100 people staying in your house. Sure, I will find a space for myself. Um, So you were like very different than I think most Americans are because that's who you are. Okay. I think having a relationship with any other American would be very, very different. Also, you come from a Mormon culture, which doesn't work in a lot of aspects, but also works because you guys are very family oriented already. You believe in a lot of things that Indians do. So I think that there was a lot of similarity between us because of those. Okay. So then the marriage, you decided to get married here in the US. 
we did not get uh we didn't have <laughs> we actually never decided you just asked me and i was again waiting and by now we had I think, a roca in 2021 of august yes august 2021 no 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 2020 august of 2020 we I got married so. april 8th 2021 right so uh when i was in uh india and it was covid and everything and things were like going upside down at this point i had made complete peace it has been like one one and a half years and i was like we'll see what happens i wasn't ready now to get married and i was like we'll see what happens and out of nowhere because of covid i think covid was one time when everybody started realizing oh the noise is gone you know like you're no longer busy what do you want to do in life what is the next step and i think that's what happened with john and suddenly he became like oh we should get married you're my wife and you're this and i was like um okay so finally we are here and i but i already felt that we were very committed like we didn't have to go like i was very comfortable in this relationship but again he started talking we figured if i could come we tried for months we couldn't make that happen and then we finally decided on doing the roka on zoom and we were like at least let's do that so that our families are comfortable that's like and, an indian engagement for you that are indian and to yes. break a roka would be like having a divorce yeah or, which like, i had no thought of just so you know but i'm trying to give you guys context yeah like it was a big thing so i had of, no idea what was happening i think part of my one of the things that was challenging for me is i think how to propose online? No, not that. Like, I think one of the things that's really hard, especially if I don't have the context of friends, like, I don't know what a ROCA means. I don't know what, like, the things to anticipate. Like, what do I do? What do I not do? But we planned it really well. We did. We speak. We spoke about it and we said, what could we do? So they were, like, a little bit of ours. I wish I had a mentor to go back and mentor myself and say, John, do this, do this, do this. Oh, what would you change? I think it's really hard because I think in our relationship, Sometimes we don't always say what's important to us or there's the assumption like, hey, I want the other person to know what's important. Mm -hmm. And so in doing That's that, you miss, thing. you miss important things. Yeah. And then it just, it like, it, it's, it's just rocky. It's yeah. like, and you're not it's trying like, to hurt somebody hurt. or miss out on right. important details. But then you details. definitely felt her at, at different times. A lot of times because I felt like he didn't have the context and I was like, how can he not like and even as, try? And as an American, I'm trying to be political. How do I make everyone happy? How do I like, you know, like make everyone happy, which I think a lot of these scenarios, you can't necessarily do And that. I think I grew up on a lot of American movies and a lot of Western culture. So I kind of knew more about his culture than he knew about me. Yeah, India was... culture, I'm fairly... When I went to India for the first time, I'm like, I don't even know how to do laundry. Like, do they even have wa washing machines? Which is fairly, fairly ignorant. John, very ignorant. But I just like, that's... as a When I first went to India, I was about 31, 32. I don't know, something in there. And so like, I had no expectations and I had literally knew no one who had ever been to the country country except traveling and and that you're seeing photos of them on elephants or something like that right yeah so very stereotypical idea of what india is so that was that and then uh of course we were not we again after we did the roka and we just wanted our relationship to progress i think in, roka was more for us we've dated for so long we definitely can't get married because we're in two different countries we don't know when we'll meet and now we were in like one year long distance because we had not seen each other and i think there was this sense of let's proceed with a relationship let's move on to the next step like we don't know how and when can we get married she but also let's... couldn't fly here for a lot of the, the time because of the the lockdowns absolutely the, or you couldn't come to me which you were doing very frequently i don't think me coming here was on the agenda but you coming here definitely was and uh so all of that happened and i think by january and then during lockdown because my other work had stopped i started working for his company and uh, we were pretty much into it, hands-on. Uh, and then he said, why don't you just come for two, three weeks, meet these clients that you've been talking to, and that gives you a reason to see me, my family also, and then we'll get like most of the work chunk done. And I said, 
okay maybe i can but like we again for even work we wanted to make sure it was safe for me to fly like you know country wouldn't shut down nothing of those things would happen but even after all of that uh i come here and uh, within 3 weeks my flight starts getting cancelled and of course when i came here so his family is very conservative can i say that conservative is fine yeah so they are so they're very that so he wanted to put me in a hotel and i was earlier okay with it but when i landed i was like dude i don't want to be in a hotel like you have a nice place and i want to stay there and he was like but if you want to stay there we have to get married and i was like no but i of course I, the plan was that we'll get married i'll come back on next trip and we'll get married but for me the indian wedding was very important in fact my brother was getting married and we decide we were thinking we were like should we just do it with him but of course we wanted their big day to be their big day so we were like okay come see my family and he had made this comment uh, earlier also and we had a big fight about how you should meet my parents two three times before we get married and i was like what like where did that even come from that's a lot of expectations for me to like plan so many international travels before you commit that for me is like a was a no no um but then i said okay whatever like let's do one trip we haven't met forever this is not the time and now this whole living situation was is a problem is this the five minute story sorry did it but you've been asking me questions i know about marriage so anyway i came here and then like our living situation wasn't great so we were like em- like embassy in india wasn't open and we were like But the plan was always to do the Indian wedding first. But then we were like, "How about we just sign papers here? We take like the blessing of the marriage. yeah, courthouse marriage. We take the blessings of the parents, and then we go back to India and do like a full fledged thing. And if his family misses it, it misses it, because they were also not very keen on flying to India. So we were like, okay, that's great. And we started planning for that courthouse wedding. And as we were planning, I think things just became bigger and bigger. And within and this was I think was, I've got a I have a habit of. Well, so I, looking back, I'm not exactly sure what happens, but I have a habit of I promise this, and then like, well, what if I like to present options? So like, what if we do this? And so, <laughs> what what if we're being a courthouse wedding went to being like a fairly big event? It became big, uh, big from American standard. There were still like only twenty people at the wedding, very small for me. It but was like fifty. There were not fifty people. Yeah, there were. John, just anyway. count on my nieces. That's like <laughs> ten. Ten, right there. <laughs> Tell my parents, boom, more. Right, but like a part of me like has a lot of regret that I did not. Had I known that this is what it is going to become, then I would have liked to spend more time on my dress, on on everything, like little details. Because for me, it is like this small thing we are doing, and then we are rushing to the big thing, the next big thing that's going to happen in India. So I was just like, yeah, that's fine. And everybody's asking, do you want flowers? Do you want this? Yeah, I was like, yeah, plastic one. Yeah, this dress is fine. I actually finalized my dress in two days because I was like, yeah, like it was in two days. No, my first dress was in two days. Okay. Right, and then because it start kept becoming bigger, and that's why I broke down one day. I was like, "Oh my god, everything else is much more expensive. My shoes are going to be much more expensive than my dress." And I said, "Uh, maybe we need to revisit what I'm doing with this dress because now there are more people coming. There's a proper venue. There are all these other things happening. So it just became something that was not supposed to be." But was it nice or not nice? It was very nice, and looks like it will be the only wedding I have. We will have an Indian wedding. <laughs> Who knows? With elephants. You gotta ride it. Yeah, on, right. On an elephant. Yeah, right. So that was our 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 life story till now. All right. So, for I, the purpose of the show is what is what are the challenges of marrying a foreigner? Okay. Like, what's the what are the top three that come to your mind? After thirty minutes, we are finally coming to the point. But okay, but this is also like an intro podcast. <laughs> okay, intro podcast. Uh, I think biggest challenges would be, um. culture you know because i think we both okay. have been one is culture what is number 2 number 2 the the relationship the core relationship that you're 
intimate relationship that you're expecting, hoping your partner will have with your family members, that's never going to happen. Okay. What's the third one? I think foreigner also brings in comp uh, complications about work and where you're going to be and about like a lot of question marks in the future. You marry somebody in your own city, there are a lot of these, you know, things that are going to be never changing, you know. Uh, you have to leave your friends at some point. If he plans to come to me or comes to sort of settle down in India, then he'll have to leave friends, connection, network, family, you know, things that he's used to, like restaurants that he's used to, to go to or food that he's used to, to eat to. I think those are like certain challenges people who are in international relationship has to go through more than a but I've already domestic give, relationship. In many ways, I've already given many of those things up. Who has? I have. Like what? So those weren't issues for me. I'm in, John Bradshaw's in empire building mode. He's, I'm here to build a castle. You're not a normal person. A lot so, of people are. Yeah, a lot of people are. So one thing for you, that made, this, yeah. it made it different for me is I already was on a, on a path. Yeah. And so a lot of those things like giving up restaurants or friends, like, you know, a lot of times you just, you just, you're working crazy hours. You're, you put, I've, I've put all those aside. But that hasn't come yet. Like tomorrow. So you were there in India when you met me when you were there for work, mm -hmm. right? So it was a, whatever took you to work, you did it. If it meant giving up family and restaurants and friends, you did it. But when you have to do it for a partner, mm -hmm. who knows yeah, in future? You had to give up a lot more. Exactly. Like for now, I have to give up. Like I gave up a lot of those things when I moved from Delhi to Mumbai or from Agra to Delhi. But none of those things mattered to me because I was in empire building mode. And I was like, dude, whatever mm -hmm. I need to do to go ahead in my career, nothing matters. Yes, I like miss those things but they're not important but when you do this for a partner uh and we both will have to do that at different points of time i'm expecting <laughs> no nope, always it's always about me first. No, no. so and then at that point in time you'll have to be doing it for a person and doing it for somebody is so much harder than doing it for your own dream for your own job we were watching a netflix show Do you remember the name of that netflix show which it taught me how one of my assumptions was very selfish it was that one where they're the, they're, the moon they're and the sun. The so yeah, it was that um, something White House something. We can we'll put it here, but I don't know if that's okay. important. But there's this quote from this movie on Netflix, and my, what I always felt would happen is, as an entrepreneur, the last business went under for unseen issues for my own, and so I'm just like, well, I'm going to build another business, and I always assumed that it would get bigger and bigger and bigger, and as it got bigger and bigger and bigger, it would have this gravitational force where Gunjin would just kind of suck into my life. And so a lot of the timing came in my mind was at a certain point, Gunjin will want, will want to, or choose. Um, and then when I watched the show, it talked about, do you want, and you'd said it better. It's like, do you want to be the center of someone else's universe or do you want to be your own universe or something right, like that? Right? right. What was the quote? Something like that. Something on very similar levels. And so, I'm like, well, I'm like, that's a, a very, very different way to look at it. Yeah. I don't want to be a moon in your universe. I exactly. want to have my own universe. Uh, where I am the center, where I'm the sun, and I, and I have my own moons revolving around me or planets revolving around me. So, um, I mean, sometimes in relationships, you have to do that. And I think that will be even more challenging when you're doing it in an international relationship or a foreigner or with a foreigner. I mean, I think with marrying a lot of foreigners, let's just say you both have a career, you know, someone at some point probably is going to have to cave and they'll lose their connections. They're going to lose their, their career path, their career tra trajectory. So I think that's definitely a huge part for someone who's career oriented and you're you were you are and were definitely career oriented very you know they say never say never and i think i always said never i said i will never leave mumbai i will never leave my career for a man i will never ever move to america and all of those things have happened ironically and i feel like what you resist is what you attract it's very true 
I think for me, I always, again, I always assumed she would just kind of like follow me around like a puppy dog. Maybe that's not a, a good way to put it. <gasps> that is so disrespectful. But like I just figured I would be going to the U.S., be going to India. You thought I would then, be one of those vibes. Just so, no, 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 just... no, 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 no. You're like, there's a lot more that like it's in my mind. What is this yours. puppy dog analogy? But, like I just figured you would like, you would, you would, you know, just, you would just become part of like this like rolling snowball. Okay, the way you said bigger. it is not nice. I'm going to remember it now. Okay. It hurts. <laughs> I don't want it to hurt. I'm kidding. Um. But I don't know. Okay, I lost fine. it. I lost it, but it's gone. But fine. I think, I mean, there's. Do you think this is a long enough episode and we should just. No, should I do... should let it, it should be what it is. It is 20, 30 minutes already. It could be two hours. Not for YouTube. People want drama. People want stories. <laughs> we don't have drama in our life. Everyone has drama. Ooh, what is our drama? Tell us. You gave up your career. That's our drama. You are in a spot where we don't know when we're going to be able to see family again. I mean, the reality of international re- relationship is, of course, we're doing this YouTube video and podcast. But the reality is there are, there are more uh, heartbreaking days that I've seen in the last year than I've seen happy days. I have literally just tried to stay above ground and not felt like I've drowned. It's hard to figure out how to fit in. So like being a being a foreigner, let's go to the next phase. Yeah. You've married a foreigner. You're now yeah. here. Yeah, no. I think one, not having like the like the friends like a socialist connection. Oh, it's so hard. Like, I f- I think I'm like starting from ground zero and I feel like I'm still so much better because I think... And it's hard it's, in your 30s or 20s. In your 20s. <laughs> Definitely 30s. Um, I felt like because I've already done two transitions in my life, one from Agra to Delhi, which is from a smaller city to like the capital of the country. And then from Delhi, New Delhi to uh, Mumbai, which is like moving from LA to New York. So when I did that, I think I had to learn those things But now I have to like really do those things because these are people that I don't connect with. And again, you have to realize I'm not in America. I'm not just in America. I'm in Utah. And that changes a lot of things. A lot of people here um, bond over or connect over church or Mm -hmm. they connect over, you know, I can't even ask somebody, do you want to meet me for coffee? Like that is such a huge deal. Or even going somewhere with, you know, at that point, she didn't have a driver's license. Mm -hmm. She didn't have a car. That's true too. And to, there's no rickshaws. Yeah, there's no Ubers. Like there and are you, Ubers and if you here, take but an Uber, it's so, so much expensive. To go 20 minutes away will cost about 40 US dollars. Right. And also in India, if which you want to... Which is very crippling because you're like 40 US dollars. Exactly. And if you want to get accustomed to a place, like one of the very easy things Indians do is just walk around the block. You know, there are like so many shops, so many people, neighbors. You, you like just meet so many people on the way, even when you're like, uh, you know, going about your business. But here, it is so hard to meet, meet people. Even if you like walk out, you will never see your neighbor. You would never know who, who is out there. Uh, you can not, not walk to anything. So uh, unless you're in your car, isolated, going to a certain destination, which you exactly know why you're going there, which I wouldn't know of. What are the coffee shops to go to? Where do I go, sit and do what? Um, then it's, it becomes even more difficult because you're not aimlessly going out in the US, I feel like. Uh, unless you have like your favorite places where you do that. I think you're aimlessly sometimes when you're with a, with friends and you follow the leader. That's true. That's true. But then again, so making friends was hard. There was a lot of people. The area that we live in is very white. Uh, I did not see diversity for the lo- longest time. And people were like just very happy in their own inner circle. And, thought, and everybody has kids here. And I think that is also very different as a combination of problems at Utah. Everybody gets married so early. Everybody has tons of kids, family responsibilities and careers. So... There's just no time in Mumbai or other cities. There's still like a lot of single couples. Um, single couples, I mean like... Swingers. 
No. But I mean like uh, no kids couples who are looking for friendships, who want to like uh, do things. But I think we're, we were just one of those couples. Nobody wanted to do anything with us. And you don't have friends. So yeah, that so is another thing. No, no, He no, doesn't no, no, have no. personal I, I have friends, but like... You have network. I mean, you I have, have ne- professional, professional network. network. And every time I would go meet people, and we met a lot of people, not not to say that we did right, not. And for, and for me, work is also fun. So a lot of it... Like, exactly. Unlike most people, they're like, I've got a job, my job, and then I've got my college. It's like, I've got some friends from high school who still probably have like gaming parties for the last 30 years 20 years yeah and that's just never been me exactly so i did not even have my husband's network to like network of friends to fall back on I, he had a professional network they all were very nice and very kind we we did like multiple activities multiple dinners but they were always client or work partner dinners and outings all my clients as friends you do but like for me i'm also indian Mm-hmm. Right, that's also like a very Indian thing. We have a very clear demarcation. How I is someone like, a friend or a client? Like exactly, mm-hmm. and I think our friend circle is our friend circle, and maybe because you're also an entrepreneur, things are different. Your friends, your network is different than what a regular employee or a person uh, in the professional world treats their friends as. So that was also challenging for us. Okay, I think if for people who are watching this, Gunjan, what feedback would you give them if? If you could mentor them, if someone's looking to do this themselves, what are things to avoid? What would you do differently? Things to mentor? And that'd probably be my last question for this podcast. Okay. So one, foreigner or no foreigner, I feel like, but more so with a foreigner. When you go not expecting a lot of things in the relationship is when the relationship gets the space to become something that your physical mind could not even expect it to be. And I feel like our relationship was a big example. I had not seen international relationships. I had not seen Americans being the way he was. So I kept my judgment aside and I created room for this relationship to just go wherever and like no expectations. So it was easy for us to keep saying, we'll see what happens next. We'll see what happens next. Will he come back? Will he talk this through? Will he not? Um, so that and two, I think a relationship is a good relationship when both people are growing. And if the other person and he was also very receptive about every feedback I gave him. If I said, hey, this does not work for me. He was like, okay, let me think about it. Let me do something. And he would come back with corrected, uh, corrective measures, like something would have changed by then. So if you are not in a relationship with a person like that, it doesn't make sense. But all the more when it's a foreigner, because there's so much stacked against you. If you want to be with a foreigner, please be sure financially you have to be in a better situation. Otherwise, one or the other person has to take the slack for the other person while they are not. Like, I'm still waiting for my work permit. Thankfully, I do work for you. But um, for us, for us, we work for our company now. But uh, but if if that's not the case, I can't even begin to imagine how difficult can it be. Um, apart from that, I would say, look at the legalities. I felt like we... I just went into the whole immigration thing. Just like, I think this is the first time I thought about it was when we were in, in it. And I didn't know how many complications are there. In fact, till yesterday, I'm finding out how many complications are there. I, I was still maybe in a bubble of, oh yeah, like it will take a year or two, but I can travel. No, I can't. And I'm just figuring out all of those things. So I would say, do know everything. And America is definitely like a much challenging country to move to or have a relationship with somebody uh, even if we would have gotten married in India and would have kept our long distance marriage that we were actually planning on visa just just find out like what the um, country's 
visa status is like because even if we would have gotten married in india even if i would have kept my career in india which was exactly the plan i was on my way to have this long distance marriage because i was like dude i cannot give up mumbai i cannot give up my career now knowing what i know about the rules we would have never been able to do they would have never allowed me to come back in because according to them i should have a spouse visa i no, definitely no 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 what you didn't get spouse visa no i should have spouse visa even if i'm coming to travel to see you because their assumption is that i will stay back they right, haven't right, right, right. seen cases but that's cases. not the law that's not the law their assumption is that yeah. i will not so, leave the country actually, the ones i have talked with they would actually want to be just safe i feel like that's a safeguard mechanism they don't want to understand yeah. what is the case with you even if i with the full full intent in my heart would have said dude my career is back in india which was the case even when I, when i came in january february i came for work i just not even my wildest dreams i came with five black t-shirts we went to hawaii <laughs> for a honeymoon and i was like like a part of me was crying because i was like how unprepared can somebody be for their own wedding like i don't have anything colorful i don't have anything amazing like this is what i've thought about all my life and on my wedding day i'm wearing white not the prettiest amazing white dress but something that i could just get at that point you know and i don't have something that i can wear post wedding like all of those things were like shattered and keep getting shattered but uh, but even when i was not planning to i stayed back so i'm not saying that there concerns are invalid because relationships people are constantly making decisions and maybe those decisions are not best for the country but you can be in a big soup if you're not thinking this through So that's it about from today's episode. Please tell us if you liked it. What else would you like to know? We will get into the intricacies of this relationship as we go ahead. I don't know why did I use that accent. That's great. And go to goofwoman.com/slash/subscribe, and it will have all the channels, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Spotify. All of the links will be there. Go you. Go little rock star. That's me.